Talkin 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 Tunes. Hey, you're listening to Talking Tunes. My name is Vakle and I'm a music producer and the host of this podcast. This is a music podcast series where I invite artists in for a talk about their songwriting and production processes. Each episode is focused on one artist and one song of their choosing. And today I'm having a chat with Lady Six. Lady Six is a rapper and singer from New Zealand. She's got more than 10 years of experience in the music industry. And while we're recording this podcast, she is on tour with dub reggae soul band Fat Freddy's Drop. Tonight's concert is at Vega in Copenhagen, and we're sitting backstage just a couple of hours before she gets on stage. The song we're talking about in this episode is called Walk Right Up. Girls Awesome Music Podcast The podcast is part of Girls Are Awesome, which is a platform and brand dedicated to redefining female representation in the media. We work in a number of ways to create more representation, both offline and online, and we do our best to share stories of inspirational women. Our crew is a mix of guys and girls united around the idea that gender should never be a limitation. First up, let's take a short listen to Walk Right Up by Lady Six. Hate it if we don't, hate it if we do. I'm not sure if we ever really knew what we ever really know. Stories twisted as it's been told. My name is Lady Six and I am from Aotearoa, New Zealand. And I am a singer, singer. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I started out as a rapper first and because... I used to have uh, an all-female hip-hop crew called Sheila Rock. If you know what I mean, then you know who I am. Remember back in the day when you were young fighting the system. Spend your youth believing yourself to be another And we had a girl who used to sing the choruses. And then she left the group. So then I started singing the choruses. And this is how I discovered how, that I, oh, I think I can sing. And then I became a singer. I put myself in the center Said I'm on the front line, yeah Said I'm on the front line, yeah And I'm on the front line Today we're going to talk about Walk Right Up. Yes. Which is quite an old track, right? It's, it's actually my first ever track. It is. Lady Six. It is, yeah. Nice. And um, when I first uh, made it up, I made it to this instrumental called Rockers Galore. Which you can look up. Um, who is it by? Rockers Galore. I don't know. Someone tell me, like, <laughs> like to hit me up and let me know who is who it's by. But it used to be like this rhythm, and we used to play it at festivals. And because it was such a hit, like people just loved it. I wrote my own lyric to it, that we made it into a song. And then eventually, that song was produced by Moo from Fat Freddy's Drop. Who, um, who's the big guy behind all of the production uh, of the band, and also my husband, who is with me now, um, Parks. It's a story <laughs> I've shared over many years. In fact, that song is... Uh, how old? It's turning 10. Yeah, I November. think I read it was 2008. Yeah, man. So, so I got that story on lock. Yeah. <laughs> when the shit's going down Said I'm gonna hold you up. Um, the lyrics were actually inspired by Joe Dookie, who's the lead singer of this band. 
I always found his music to be so like uplifting and positive and I really wanted the same for myself when I began writing songs because my hip-hop background was very much like narcissistic hip-hop shit you know like yo I'm the best I'm so bad I'm better than your mother it was like that was just the way you came across that was your persona as a rapper was I'm so confident I slay you and kill everything you've ever done that was just the way hip-hop was and then when I started to sing I really idolized Joe Dookie the lead singer of Fat Freddy's I idolized his lyrics and the spirit of his lyrics which was which I always felt was very like uplifting and very much like you know what I see like good in you and we're gonna make it one day don't worry about the shitty things in your life and I think I had a lot of shitty things in my life so that resonated with me and I wanted to share that so walk right up is about um this idea that tomorrow is another day so don't sweat it you know tomorrow's another day we'll 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 get the goodness then if not if it's not here today then I'll see you tomorrow and I'll take you and we'll and it'll be all good there's a lot of uh, technical things you can do when you write lyrics to do it the proper way or to mm. help you write or anything like that do you have any rules that you have for yourself when you write lyrics Maybe it's, you have to rhyme in a special way or... Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have any rules. And I know what you're talking about. And I hear different um, songwriters and lyricists, they do create like a process for themselves. I find that really restrictive. I don't have any kind of process. And I, I, I almost feel like a really good song isn't even from you. It's ch channeled through you. I've had many moments where... Um, songs have just arrived and I have done really like fucking nothing <laughs> like I've done nothing to let I just been I've just been there and open and it's literally just come and it's taken one minute to just spew forth it's not even me and I don't even put my ego on it like and claim it as mine it's just I'm the vessel um and I believe that I believe in that very wholeheartedly things that I, I feel like I've really worked at to try and make a song, you know, um, almost always is shit. Almost always is just like not the vibe. So no, I have no process at all. If it works, it works. Yeah, that's right. Since this was your first song, mm. you were debuting, yeah. if you can say that. And when artists do that, a lot of the time they try to do something that's different from what's out there. Yeah. Have you ever been in that situation where you tried to do something that was um, artistically different for the reason of it being different? Yes, absolutely. That's my current situation. I mm. uh, every All the music I make now is purposely... Is purposely it's not purposely against the grain but it's purposely not trying to be trendy it's just whatever it, it, we're feeling and I'm certainly not looking I'm purposely not looking at what is hot right now I'm just looking for and also this goes for my producer slash husband um, we're just always looking for what feels right 
no matter if it's brand new or very old it really doesn't matter and we're trying our best not to really look at what's um what's hot in the top 40 or whatever because i think you can get in a really like stale mindset if you are focusing always on that but that's just my personal opinion yeah yeah you're kind of one step behind all the time if you listen to a top 40 and then you do a track that's kind of like the track on top 40 i think so and i think that you can't really um if you're trying to emulate a sound that already exists how can you possibly start something fresh you know what i mean like you know i want to be the next lord and do something like that it's like well you can't because she already is lord (laughs) you so you're just going to sound always like an imitation of i think the reason why walk right out was a reggae track was because rockers galore the song that we wrote it to which was just a rhythm was a reggae rhythm and it it, that was what we wrote it to originally um and also because uh fat freddy's drop was producing it uh co-producing the whole album and they were they were a dub band you know so and also new zealand i think per capita is one of the biggest listeners of reggae music so so we were influenced, obviously, by just our upbringing and what was around us. But it's uh, it's the only reggae song I've ever done. Yeah, yeah, because I was listening through more of your music. There's and, uh, nothing. There's, there's nothing, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is that our first tour here in uh, Europe, we got put on these like really great legendary reggae festivals and we only have one song and the rest is like hip-hop and weird like skewed electronic r&b and uh, i think we freak people out they're like what the When you produced it, how was the process? Were you sitting in the studio together producing? Or I remember the track being as uh, kind of repetitive yeah. in the production. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I wasn't even there. I don't have any hand in the production. I have all trust in the people that produced my music, which is uh, at that time, which was Moo and Parks. And I just, uh, I left them to it. And I'm very impatient. I'm a very impatient artist. I, if I'm not contributing, I just don't want to fucking be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> why am I here? Like, and I don't like listening to things over and over and over again. That's like torture, pure torture to me. Also, at the time, I had a two-year-old son. No, he was, no, he was, he was one. He was he was one and turned four by the time we finished the record, so I was actually busy. Uh, there was no so any time that I uh, didn't have to be there, I was with him. Yeah. I've got a tale to tell you of love and laughter of hardship. During the last ten years and more, mm-hmm. you've been doing music and working with a lot of different musicians, producers. Yeah. I guess so. Maybe songwriters, yeah. singers. Is there any traits that's your favorite trait in a musician um an openness to creativity that's my favorite trait yeah like where they are not caught up in like a certain style or they're not caught up in a certain mindset of how creativity happens that they're just really open to like um all ideas 
politically, generally, that's my favorite trait. If they kind of like have really like um, strict views on things, it's never gonna it's never gonna work. <laughs> like you're it, too free. Yeah, I mean, I like someone with a strong opinion that can really talk me around, you know, and really is confident in who and what they feel and think. That also is really important. Um, but obviously I don't like it to the detriment that no one else in the room is allowed to have a different opinion. Um, and I think that that's true openness is when you can really like talk things out, express your point of view, try and convince someone of by debating your, your, the aspects that you feel are important and then also accepting, okay, we agree to disagree and it's cool and then you still can be cool i love i love that i love it when people are aggressive but they're also um accepting that okay i'm aggressive and that's just who i am but i'm not actually trying to hurt you i just have this kind of personality and then you can go great great and still be mates i love that Do you have any unique episodes that comes to mind in which you experience that musical openness that you talk about? Oh, so many times I've done so, uh, every collaboration that I've ever done is has been because of that. And there's been plenty of collaborations that have never happened because um, because there has been it hasn't been there, you know. And and it's almost intuitively now that I can feel it and I'll just cut it and it's not just um creative collaboration it's also like working with a sound tech or you know who's in, who is around you and your team it has to be also that everyone or everyone in the team no matter what they do from the front of house to the monitors to, they all have to have the same vibe if it's not there it can't work you know and there's been plenty of times where it hasn't worked and i've had to just be like thanks but i'll see you later yeah, yeah. no thanks <laughs> maybe <laughs> never <laughs> again <laughs> but yeah i guess you have your own sound tech and your own that's crew, right. right yeah yeah that's nice that is nice <laughs> and it's a real um It's a real privilege. They're not here with me now because I can't afford to bring them. <laughs> But one day, yeah, you know, yeah. A musician's life. A musician's life. <laughs> you must be very versatile. How did New Zealand influence your music? Um, oh, that's a hard question. I was just thinking that it's like, um, I've never been to New Zealand, but I yeah, know right. it's a lot of very beautiful nature right yes right yeah, so i thought that spirituality and like that um connection yes. with earth and nature might totally have been. you might be right there but the only thing is is that i don't notice that until i'm here and don't have access to that it's almost like like i remember the first time i moved to berlin the biggest thing that i hated was i couldn't see the ocean at any point and i remember when i went to hamburg and i was like the ocean like uh, and I, I didn't realize how much I missed the ocean until I saw it and then I was like really emotional like I cried because I was just like I forgot that I am a Polynesian and I love to see the sea but I wasn't thinking about it at all con like consciously 
but subconsciously I must have really yearned for it so much so that I like was emotionally you know had this big emotional outburst about it when I saw it so it's that funny thing where I don't think it's possible to really define uh, until you're in the moment you know I get that Mm. so that was all my questions thank you for coming thank you because girls are awesome yeah absolutely right bye bye to all y'all listening to this podcast here comes a full playthrough of walk right up by lady six hate it if we don't hate it if we do i'm not sure if we ever really knew what we ever really know stories twisted as it's been told hard to handle or through my day i get the feeling like you want to walk away but but please don't say it again don't want to hear why do we leave ourselves open all these years yeah Call on me whenever, whenever you need me.